So what is a scam? If you look at the definition, a scam is a dishonest scheme or fraud. I think scams are really prevalent now because it's so many ways we could do business and make money and it's really new to us as humans. People often forget this, like the internet isn't hundreds of years old. Like it's maybe around 30 or 40 years old and really open to the public 20 years old, right? Like we haven't had the internet forever. So now that the internet is here, it's created a new way to buy, sell things, to market and everything. So I wanna kind of talk about what a scam is and address a lot of the scams that are happening around the world and in the online marketing space specifically. Because I think sometimes the scammers get called scammers, but they're not actually scammers. And sometimes the onus is on the actual customer. Now, obviously I do believe that a lot of the actual scam artists are the problem here, but we gotta talk about some of the ways that people can avoid getting scammed. So if we look at what scamming is, dishonest is fraud it's lying about what you're doing with money or products or services or whatever and the first thing i want to kind of address is the red flags when it comes to scamming i think this should be pretty easy to see there are some people out there that do business and they don't have anything that people that do business have and I think that should be a red flag. Like, does everybody have to dress and talk the same way and carry themselves the same way? No. But now that I myself work with people who make ridiculous amounts of money, it's normal to me to see that, right? So it's also normal for me to see the patterns, right? There's a pattern that a wealthy person has and the same with a poor person. People just have certain patterns. Like it's only so many things you can do and be and characteristics and habits that you can actually have in life. And when you look at the way wealthy people operate, it's just a certain way that they move that shows you that they're actually a wealthy person. And some of the people that are out here scamming don't have wealthy habits. I know one of the biggest ones people talk about is billion dollars in this picture and not a Gucci belt in sight. And that's a misconception, honestly, because sometimes those people you're looking at, they wear regular t-shirts that are like thousands of dollars. I kid you not, their regular t-shirts are like 900 bucks at the lowest. I, I'm not lying to you. I have seen this before. I've shopped where these people shopped. I have been there. Like I'm not saying I'm rich, but again, I've been around it long enough to see the patterns. So you might look at them and see that they're not wearing big gaudy, flashy designer stuff, but they aren't wearing good fellow t-shirts from Target, right? They're wearing some other high level brand t-shirt that's like 500, 900, sometimes $1,500 a pop. One of the biggest habits of wealthy people is they like speed. Wealthy people want to pay for somebody else to do the thing that they don't know how to do, right? If they don't know how to do something, they don't want to sit and try to learn and figure this part out and that part. They know what they're expert in and then everything else they outsource. Now, I'm paying for somebody else to do all this other little stuff because that means I can focus more time on my big stuff that makes me more money. So if you think about it, it's actually kind of smart. Another green flag of a wealthy person is they are giving. Wealthy people don't have this mentality of it's not enough and I'm keeping all this to myself. Like that's not how they operate. Wealthy people wanna pay the tab when they go out to a dinner, right? They aren't running to the bathroom when it's time to pay the bill, especially wealthy men. There's a, a, a misconception that wealthy people are like super greedy and nobody can have any. And I think that's kind of programming the people's minds a bit because if the powers that be try to make you think that every wealthy person is bad, you don't wanna be a bad person. Therefore, you will not be wealthy, right? That's kind of how it all ties together. And this goes into our movies and our media 
everything we see, right? When you're on Twitter or something, you see wealthy people getting attacked all the time for literally doing nothing, right? Sometimes wealthy people get attacked for donating because they didn't donate enough. It's like, well, you go make a billion dollars and then you give all your whole billion away, right? Like that's, is, I hate personally hate seeing that, but that's a green flag is wealthy people actually give. Now it may not be up to your personal standard, but they actually do give. Like these aren't the people that go out and buy food and don't want to tip. Another one is wealthy people are not really rude like that. Like they're some of the coolest people i remember when i first started being around wealthy people i was living in san diego california i was actually homeless at the time living in my little two-door honda civic at six four was the worst car ever and i was just around all kind of wealth it was insane and if you know san diego it's a more wealthy area of california right and i remember going to this event i used to go to the conferences and all kind of stuff i don't even know how i got into this stuff i just was always into the business world and entrepreneurship and i went to this one conference and i pulled up to the front to valet my little honda and <laughs> they're laughing at me like Look at this guy's car. Cause everybody else around me has the Benz or the BMW. And I have the, I have a terrible Honda leaking oil. Oh God, it was bad. It was a terrible car. So when I'm actually in the event, I'm sitting there around all these people and I had my same one business outfit I would wear to every conference. Like I barely fit in. I was just, I was trying my best to assimilate with the world and culture. And that's when I kind of realized that rich people are not assholes. Like they're portrayed in movies and stuff, you know? Cause a lot of those people were just giving me advice and giving me insight and stuff that actually changed my life dramatically and one guy actually owned like 15 subways i know you might hate subway but they're profitable and we just sat there talking about business for like an hour and a half mainly it was him talking because i was just listening right so that was when i really really learned that like what wealthy people are is not these monsters that are are trying to get out to get everybody i want to say this I'm not here defending wealthy people like they can't be bad. I'm not saying that, but I am saying that wealthy people are not out to get you. So the person that's selling a product or providing a service isn't necessarily a scammer because they're already rich, right? Like that just, that's not how it goes. The biggest thing I see being called a scam is selling digital products. I personally don't think that you're a scammer just because you sell digital products. I don't believe that because you can sell digital products and provide a service and do all of these things and actually help a lot of people. You selling something like that doesn't mean that it's a scam. Now, is it one of the easiest ways to scam? Yes, but that doesn't mean everybody that's a coach or selling digital products on Etsy or whatever is a scammer. That's just not true. If they sell courses, that doesn't make them a scammer immediately because they sell a course. I think that that's a really flawed way of looking at the world, especially now because the course market is just getting started. Like digital products are in the early beginning stages. It's only gonna grow. Like in the next 10 to 15 years, you're gonna see a ridiculous amount of courses and stuff pop up. When it comes to digital products, it's only a scam if certain things happen, right? For one, if you buy the product and you don't get the product, that's obviously a scam. I agree with you there. If you go and pay for this course, it's 500 bucks or whatever, and you never get the course, that's a scam. I'm with you on that. But if you pay 500 bucks and some automation was broken so you didn't get access to the course immediately and they send it to you like a couple days later, that's not a scam. You know, that was just a bad business practice. Some link somewhere broke behind the scenes and that's what stopped you from getting your product on time. That's not a scam though. And I kind of hate when these things are called scams because it takes the weight away from what a scam really is. Same if you buy a service. If you go to this person, you say, hey, I need this website done. Here's 500 bucks you know, you got a month. If they don't deliver within that month, you could consider that to be a scam. 
Now, if they're still in communication with you, I would say they may not necessarily be scamming you yet. They could just be moving slow and do bad business, right? So I think there's a there's like a gray area there between scamming and bad business. Sometimes it falls right in the middle of like, man, this could go either way. And I understand people's frustration with it. I'm just not quick to call everything a scam because again, I think we have clear cut proof of what scams are. Like these crypto things, when people are promoting crypto products, everybody goes and buys and and then they take their money out and rug pull, that's a scam because we can literally look at their crypto wallets and see that they had all of their money in there when everybody else was putting their money in so it piled up and then as soon as other people started putting money in they took their money out at its peak and got paid like that is a blatant scam you can't argue that but if you go and buy a course and it has information in there but not all the exact information you were personally looking for i don't think you can call that a scam because this is the thing with digital products they're meant to solve a problem and help you make progress faster right i think we got to get out of this this idea that buying a digital product is going to make everything perfect and easy. It will make it easier, but it's not going to solve all your problems. It's not going to answer all your questions. It's just not. One ebook or course, roadmap, guideline, whatever you want to call it, cannot get you to that outcome. Now, it can make it a lot easier to get there. It can help you skip steps in the process, but it's not going to give you everything you need. And sometimes I think people buy courses and coaching programs with this idea in mind that after I buy this, it's going to solve all my problems. And when it doesn't they want to blame the program or blame the seller and it's like no you had the wrong misconception of this from jump when it comes to the courses the courses are there to help you answer questions on your own on your own time work at your own speed at your own pace and i think this is what most people need i think the problem is people are buying courses and thinking that if i buy this course man it's going to take me from here and i'll be making ten thousand dollars a month and i will say this too this is the truth some of the people that are marketing these courses are selling you lies now would you consider that to be a scam if they're marketing a product saying it's going to help you make ten thousand dollars a month when really it's going to get you one step closer to making ten thousand dollars a month i don't know if that's personally a scam i don't know what i think about that personally because i get that it's marketing and as all marketing has some lies in it that's just the truth of it all at the same time i think if you're the person that looks at a course as the thing that can help you make 10 grand a month you might be the problem because you shouldn't even believe that oh man this one thing is going to help me make ten thousand dollars a month like you shouldn't even think that that's possible but if everybody's saying it i can see how you get finessed by it so that's one again it falls in that gray area Another part of the scam culture is coaching. The coaching thing I personally think is majorly, I think it's a scam. Like not all of it, but I think a majority of it is a scam. Like I remember being on Clubhouse when Clubhouse was popping. Y'all remember Clubhouse? I saw so many coaches and I've been on Facebook for years. So I've been, I'm used to seeing coaches. I have never seen that many unproven coaches in my life. It was insane. It was like people couldn't wait to jump on a new platform to try to sell every product that they had ever made it was insane because people kind of saw clubhouse as the launch of a new major social platform which it essentially was and they saw it as a chance for them to get on the ground floor as being an influencer and a know-it-all on the platform i personally know 20 people that had clubhouse courses I crazy clubhouse courses on how you can build your own community on clubhouse and how to make ten thousand dollars on clubhouse it was insane it was ridiculous and once i saw that i was like okay this coach industry stuff is out of pocket like i remember being in a group and jason calcanis was in there he's like a big startup founder investor and stuff and this guy was in there talking to people and it's like business coaches who are like 
21, 22 years old. These people are business coaches, life coaches, and they're in there trying to sell their products. And you got real business owners like SaaS founders, startup founders, investors. Like these are legit people. You can go and Google the stuff they did. And they're telling these coaches that you're not a real business owner. And some of the coaches have, a, have a, you know, I understand their frustration because they've actually done things. They've actually helped people. So I get their perspective, but I also think they have to look at it from other people's point of view too. Like if you're 22, 22, like think about that, 22 years old, and you come to me telling me that you're a life coach, I can't help but think you're a scammer. Now, I'm not saying that you can't be a coach at 22, but if you're saying you're a life coach at 22, I just, I don't know what to do with that. Because at 22, you probably have never been married. You probably haven't built a business. You don't have any kids. You haven't experienced life enough. You probably just finished college. You haven't done enough in life to start coaching people around life. It's insane. And when you try to talk to these people about it, they, they look at you like you're a hater. Like, first of all, I'm not hating on you. I make my own money. Secondly, I want you to understand how crazy you sound when you come to us as normal people and tell us that you're a 22 year old life coach. Like that's insane. And it'd be different if these people had like traumatic stories and they went through stuff and they had different experiences. Then it's like, okay, we can have a conversation at that point. But these are people who had like everything handed to them, went to the perfect school, two parent household. Like you lived in a house your entire life. Like you've never really even been through anything traumatic or bad. And you want to coach people about life? Like I do think you need to have some experience in whatever coaching or consulting that you're doing. So the coaches get a bad rap because of people like that. And then you got the coaches that are like, they just jump on every trend. I can't respect you or trust you as a business owner if you jump on every trend trying to sell a product on it. Because at that point, I don't even look at you like a coach. You're a marketer. If, if you just called yourself a marketer, I could rock with that. You telling us that you're a coach and then you're going to do all these different things. And not only that, these people say that they're an expert on it. It's just, it's, it's hilarious. It's infuriating until it's hilarious because at first it's like man when i was trying to be a coach like you look at on twitter my name the coach chris underscore i've called myself coach chris for years because i started as a basketball coach this was before i started online entrepreneurship or even podcasting i was coach chris because i coached basketball I just took the nickname, no moniker into everything else I did and I rolled with it. I honestly got annoyed with people thinking I'm a coach like one of those coaches. Like I tell people now, I'm not even coach anymore. I don't even coach at all. Like I don't coach, you can't pay me for that stuff. I'm good. Just because the entire industry as a whole is just, it's a mess. And I think a lot of those people don't realize that the things that they do is detrimental to the entire industry, the entire marketplace. Like some people, a coach would be the perfect thing to help them. A good example, remember Pink Sauce Lady? Her sauce went viral on TikTok, people loved it, everybody's trying to buy the sauce, people are going crazy over it, it's trending and everything. One thing she needed was multiple coaches, somebody that worked in the food industry to help her package the stuff up and do all of that, and then somebody else in the business space because the right person in business would have been incredible, absolutely amazing to help her do better online sales and set up her store, have a good website. And like, she could have just been more successful for a longer period of time versus I just saw her GoFundMe the other day. 
Like if you have a sauce that goes viral and you're making a ton of money, you get this these investors and stuff and you got all of this stuff going. The first thing I think most people should do when they get a taste of success is hire a coach, somebody that's done it before. So if they've done it before, they can easily help you. But now the perspective of most people is I never hire a coach because they just gonna teach me something I could find on the internet or they gonna scam me. When in reality, the right coach is gonna help you get to where you're going faster. They get you to the results faster. The same way courses help you take one step, coaches can help you take five, right? Like you take the money you have and you go and pay somebody else to learn something. You don't have to do the weeks, months, and years of figuring it out on your own. That's why investing in the coaching is actually valuable. But I do think the market of coaching, it kind of reaches peak already because only a certain kind of person is willing to do their due diligence to find the right, right person that can be their coach. I think most people will keep that perspective of, I'll never pay a coach and I'll never pay anybody. And it's understandable, I get it. I understand why you rock that way. I'm just saying that I know to get results faster, you wanna have somebody that can actually help you get there because they've done it before. So in the end, man, I think scams are prevalent. I don't think they're going anywhere. I just think it's our job as customers to do better research. Like actually do due diligence, take your time to find out more about the person you're working with and who you're investing with and see what results they got. Like I think you shouldn't have the perspective or idea. Everyone has to get rid of the idea that you can make money quickly. Even in the online world, you cannot. I don't care if it's in real estate, if it's in software, if it's in anything, if it's in crypto, especially none of this stuff is you put a thousand dollars in and you get another thousand dollars out within two weeks. It doesn't work like that. None of it does any real business. And I say this all the time and people laugh at me. Real businesses will take at least a year and a half to start generating profit. At least you should say it's going to take me at least two years to make money from this business. Anytime you start something new, accept that. Now, if you want to do the side hustle thing and make, you know, a couple hundred dollars or maybe a couple thousand dollars a month, you can do that. But I'm saying if you want to have a profitable business long term, it's going to take time. So as consumers, got to be more patient because if you were patient, the person selling the $2,000 course or the $5,000 mastermind or the $20,000 whatever wouldn't be able to finesse you because you weren't trying to rush to get the result. So let me know what you guys think. What is a scam? Did I get it right? Did I get it wrong? Let me know in the comments below. If you're listening on the podcast, I appreciate you. Shout out to you. Thank you so much. And let's connect on Twitter. Let's chop it up at the coach Chris underscore. Follow me. I will follow you back. I will see you next time.